This episode is sponsored by the Joshua Way. If you guys are in South Carolina and looking to either A, buy a home, B, sell a home, or C, you know, you're not a homeowner, but you're looking for more information about the home, buying a home owning process, and you need a consultation, visit www.thejoshuawa.com and book a consultation with my guys over there at the Joshua Way. Um, they can help you out with credit if that's a problem, talk to you a little bit about budgeting, um, you know, everything that you need to understand and know about that home buying or home owning process, go ahead again, visit www.thejoshuaway.com. Aim for the stars, never stop at the sky. Anything that make you better, you should give it a try. If you really want to win, you got to give it a chance. I was lost way before I started taking a stance. Money all over the world, but it's all up to you. And everything that I learned, I'ma tell it to you. You have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road. Hey, welcome everybody to the Win Win Podcast. Thanks for to have all y'all listening in, tuning in for today. We have a special guest, my guy. Yes, I met sir. him a couple months ago, and ever since I met him, my life been changed. So, his name is James. I'm gonna let him go ahead and introduce himself for y'all real quick. What's going on, dope people? I am Suitcase James. I am a credit educator, a real estate professional, and I also own a luxury rental car fleet. Looking forward to give y'all some gems today, man. Hey, James, and um, as always, bro, I, I definitely appreciate you from popping on my lives, us having different phone calls, you educating me. So, you know, it's only right to bring you onto the podcast, right? Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, James, for the people that don't know you, what what yep. is it that you do? So, <clears throat> I am a multi-million dollar real estate professional, so I most, mostly help first-time home buyers acquire property and also teach them how they can use their equity to acquire investment properties and things like that. Pretty much build generational wealth through real estate. I also am a credit educator. I teach people like me and like you that may not know the ins and outs of credits and may not know how to use your credit to make money. I teach them how to make money using their credit and I also teach them how to build their credit and sustain their credit so that now they can now teach their family how to build their credit, sustain their credit, and ultimately get to a point where they're now making money off their credit. And then with my luxury rental car fleet, I provide a great smooth ride for you, luxury feel, luxury vehicles. We have anything from Porsches to Maseratis to G-Wagons to Lexus. Uh, provide a great ride for you, you know, date night, or if you just want to take a ride, you know, riding something different, you know, you, you work hard, so why not drive drive a nice vehicle? So, <laughs> that's, okay. so that's a little bit, that's a little bit about what I do. All right, so multi-million dollar producer in real estate. Man, how, how did that feel to surpass that from nothing? Like, of course, when you get yep. into real estate, you turn to zero. You have to build your book right. of business from the ground up. So, man, right. uh, could you tell us a little bit of how you became the multi-million dollar? Absolutely. Absolutely. So pretty much um, the average real estate agent only makes about $5,000 a year. The average. As on the first year. About $5,000 a year in the first year, the average. So I am <clears throat> I am now two years in the game, and each year I've I've made much I've, I've produced much million dollars in both years. So when I first got started in real estate, um, my wife was already in real estate for she had a couple months under her belt, not, nothing serious. But when I when I got into it, we hit the ground running as a team, and we were able to hit social media super hard. Like <laughs> we hit social media so hard that it generated so much business for us, and we eventually sold over two million dollars our first year as a full team Ooh. well actually it was nine months it wasn't even a full year it was nine months and in doing that i was able to walk away from my job 
four months after getting my license because I see I saw the value I provided to um, the to the person that's looking to purchase a property. Um, I already I came from the banking industry where um, I started off in collections, went over to loan officer, and then ultimately became a certified credit union financial counselor. So my primary focus at the credit union was to teach financial literacy and also teach credit to our members. So I brought that into real estate. And when you bring credit into real estate and financial literacy into real estate, it makes your transactions much, much easier. Because think about it. The average person does not have the credit score to buy or nor have the funds saved to buy a property without proper knowledge about knowing exactly what they need to do. So with me bringing over that knowledge and expertise into real estate, it made it simple for me to convert these non-buyers into buyers and also helping sellers as well. So. It's really my first year getting into real estate, just just grinding, man, grinding. I had a great mentor um, with my brokerage, Burst and Presley Rosie, um, just pretty much pouring into us all the time about real estate, things you can do, um, how to talk to people, um, just pretty much how to be the expert in your field. And I and I became me and my wife. We became the experts in our field and conquered it. Man, so real clear, James. <clears throat> that is a lot. <laughs> For one. <laughs> For one, yeah, I don't know if y'all caught that. This man said the average um, real estate agent gets five thousand dollars in their first year. They did two million as a team. Again, absolutely. Let's say we combine that two. That's ten thousand dollars between two, but y'all did two mm. million. So that's one million nine hundred ninety thousand. What nine million nine hundred ninety thousand dollars more that's, that's than the gross. average? That's in gross value. So we didn't make $2 million our first year. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In gross, yeah. gross, gross like, value, we produced, <laughs> we produced over $2 million. So let me put this in layman. So okay. the average agent sells about $150,000 in gross value, gross value in the okay. first year. So yeah, we sold over That's $2 million. Better. My bad. <laughs> okay, even then. I, even wish, then, I wish you made $2 million. <laughs> right. My bad, my bad. I'm, I'm trying to count no, your you pocket. <laughs> so again, even still though, 150,000 yeah. between two people, that's still 300,000. And you guys did 1.7 right. mil over the average. So definitely kudos. Right. Um, I, know, I know you said y'all buckled down, um, y'all hit the ground running and you had that credit mm -hmm. background. Yes, what, what, what would you say else fueled you besides having that background? Because at the end of the day, you still have to go out there and get those clients. Those people who don't understand right. financial literacy, they, mm -hmm. I'm not saying they, they're hard to work with, but they're difficult to work with more so than right. the person that understands because you have to basically right. teach them from the ground level. So Absolutely. how did you, how did you approach that? So, man, it, of course it was tough, of course, working with, um, you know, individuals that kind of had no knowledge about credit, no knowledge about finance, finances, period. But um, mm -hmm. it became it became easier, of course, the more I did it. But what drove me to keep going and drove me to, you know, make stuff happen was really that fear of going back to where I came from. So mm -hmm. I left my job. <clears throat> I left my job four months after being licensed. Um, I didn't have many sales under my belt, maybe two or three sales under my belt. So not many. But I knew that with my work ethic and, and what I was doing and how I was going, that if I gave myself more time, is going to generate more income, more more sales, which exactly it, it happened exactly that way. So, um, really, what kept me going is just that fear of okay, now I'm solely dependent on myself. I don't have a I don't have a two week paycheck coming in. I'm solely dependent on myself. Right. So, if I don't get up every day and make something happen, then no money is coming to my household. 
and now I'm going to eventually have to go back to a nine to five. So every day I had to I had to make something happen, whether that was make a social media post, whether that was go to the grocery store and talk to the baggers. I mean, whether, whether that's anywhere anywhere I was, I was talking about real estate. That's not a business card. No matter if I'm out to eat, the waiter, I'm going to give you a business card. <clears throat> if, if you can't buy, you know, you know somebody that can buy or somebody that, that's thinking about buying. So it just that that fear of, of not of going back to working a nine to five job, having to get up. Um, having to go into a place where, you know, I didn't, I didn't fully enjoy. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy my job. But I didn't. Of course, it's, it's always better to work hard for yourself. Always better. Right. So, just that fear of going back to to the nine to five life and things like that just drove me to and pushed me to to keep keep moving, keep moving. Right. And as I hear more of your story, I, I started mm-hmm. to get like a, a theme. You, whenever you make a decision, you like to go forward. You don't like to look back oh, and back around and go where you were. So definitely, man, definitely kudos to that because I've, I talked to a lot of people. They'll, mm-hmm. you know, they'll take the step, but then they'll give up a little too early or prematurely. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, <clears throat> it's like a, it's a difference between giving up and walking away versus being smart, making a business decision for yourself. Right to revert back but you're like nah that's that's not an option <laughs> it has right. to work yeah to man work. it has to work it has to work i mean of course you're going to fail eventually but i mean with those failures comes lessons right and ooh, you just touched on something i was going to just i was going <laughs> to say this so whenever we got on live or something in a couple of weeks uh, but when you mentioned the l man i, I told people yeah. last week um i was i was speaking somewhere and then i was just talking and talking i was thinking i said I said something about an L, and I'm like, wait yeah. a minute. In the alphabet, L comes before W. So you Absolutely. have to take those losses or those, learn those lessons, and then, you know, continue going down the alphabet until you get to that right. end. You don't Absolutely. know what letter you are. You might be on N, you might be on T, but you, <laughs> right. as long as you're tracking forward, you're going to um, mm-hmm. get to that W. So I, I definitely right. like that message right there. Now, definitely. okay, so, so you started giving out your business cards when you see people at grocery stores um your waiters your waitresses and stuff like that now Absolutely. when you were educating them about credit what was the mm-hmm. biggest thing you were telling them to focus on um pretty much just making sure they actually check their credit score so a lot of people do not even know <clears throat> don't even know what their credit score is I and mean, they, they won't know until they they, won't, they don't know their credit score until they actually get it pulled by a lender so the biggest thing i tell them is to make sure you monitor your credit make sure you have some app on your phone where you can check your credit every I say every week, every week, every two weeks, um, to, just to see the updates, see if anything changes, changing, and um, to see if, for one, um, identity theft is happening at an all-time high right now. So if you're not checking your credit score, I mean, somebody could be using your, your information. You can walk next to somebody nowadays, and they can get your information from your phone. I'm not sure how they do it, but it's, it's, it's so much stuff, so many things out here that's, wow. you know, a security breach. So make sure you're monitoring your credit often to make sure that everything there is is actually your accounts and not something that somebody stole from you. So the biggest thing I tell them to definitely monitor their credit. Do you have do you have a go-to app you'd like to tell tell the audience to like go to the at least get like an idea of their their credit score yeah. or to see oh, yeah. the report? Yep. So my FICO is a great app. Um, there is a monthly fee for it, but my FICO is a great app. It's very accurate. Um, if you don't want to pay a monthly fee, um, I like Credit Karma. I mean, not for the mortgage world, because it um, uses a Vantage score versus a FICO score. So 
So I like it as far as um, what's reporting on your, on your on your credit report. It's not accurate as far as your credit score, but what's reporting is, is pretty accurate. Okay. So I use I now, like those two apps and Experian as well. All right, y'all. So he said, my FICO, that has a fee. Yes, sir. I, personally, I heard the ones that cost are typically the best. Absolutely. <laughs> Credit Karma <laughs> is the second one he recommends. Mm -hmm. um, again, these are recommendations. We're not saying this is law. Again, these are recommendations right. from experience. So right. Credit Karma, which is good for having that, those things reported, but be mindful of the scores. Your credit not score. The score. Yep. Right. And then the Experian. Personally, I, I've used Credit Karma and Experian. I like Experian. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I feel Credit Karma is more user user friendly, in my opinion. Very user friendly. Experian is pretty solid. So, yep, okay. Yep. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's warm enough outside, and I know y'all see what I see. A lot of people out here showing their arms, showing their legs, you know, all of that good stuff. However, it's some dry skin down there. A lot of ashing is going on. But overall, you know, I get it. But guess what? I have a solution for you. Visit Solo Cosmetics, S-O-L-O-C-O-S-M-E-T-I-C-S dot C-O and purchase some Solo Body Butter. Um, I have sensitive skin. I've been using this thing every day when I get out of the shower. My skin is softer. I have a better shine. And overall, I feel way more comfortable. So again, visit my friends at Solo Cosmetics. You guys will not be disappointed. Now back to the episode. So what was the common theme that you were coming across? Because again, before before I, before you answer that question, my podcast is yeah. called The Win Win Podcast. I'm you know, I want to educate people on how to win in business, how to win right. in financial the financial space and also how to win in self development. Personally, I right. feel that with finance, business, self development, they all are intertwined with each other. The better you're doing mm -hmm. in your finances world your finance world, typically the better your self development is because you're more confident, you're happy. And then when you start that business and you happy, confident, man, it's you're almost unstoppable. So 100%. as far as, yeah. So as far as that credit space, what was the mm -hmm. common thing that you were seeing with people that were uneducated on it? Really was, um, accounts are on in collection. So, <clears throat> Ooh, okay. um, a lot of people, a lot of people, unfortunately, their parents use their, use their credit to get the lights in their name and, and get a cell phone in their name and things like that. So, I mean, they, they have accounts on their report they didn't even know they had. So starting off, they're starting off with bad credit because now you have collections on there that didn't even come from you. So um, a lot of things I come across is when people people not knowing that, oh, I went to the hospital five years ago. I had no idea that they charged this account off. Or, you know, I had a phone. I had an apartment, you know, when I first got out of college. I thought I paid for it. You know, just, just just the unknowing of what's actually reporting on their report is what I run into a lot, especially with collections. Okay. So, y'all, hey, get those accounts and collections taken care of. Um, Absolutely. All right. So, definitely appreciate that insights on the credit aspect. Now, we're mm -hmm. going to hop into the next business. <laughs> the luxury the luxury rentals. Um, yes, sir. Just, just to tell my audience, I, they're going to understand I like to talk, right? But they they shouldn't understand by now. I love to talk. Um, so the way James and I met was at this conference. Uh, a guy that I met going up to the conference, we, yeah. we were just like behind. I, he was behind me. I was in front of him, and we got into mm -hmm. a line because the doors were, weren't open for the conference yet. So we're talking about mm -hmm. the guy who was hosting the conference, uh, you know, vehicles and stuff like that. And then James mm -hmm. was right in front of us. Oh yeah, I have lucky fleet. <laughs> and then that, that's where our connection started. So right. 
if you don't mind sharing, how how did you get into the luxury fleet and what what's the day to day like typically? Gotcha. Gotcha. So um <clears throat> how did I get into luxury fleet? So let me let me give you a backstory. So when I quit my job, right? So I actually quit my job on my lunch break. So I was out <laughs> to eat with my mentor. <laughs> I was out to eat with my mentor one day, man, and um, he told me that he had a, a Corvette, a C8 there. At the time, I didn't know what a C8 was. I think it was a 2021 C8, and um, he said it was in the parking garage. I said, you know, you don't got a C8. You don't have a C8 up here. So we went to the parking garage, and um, he hit the he hit the uh, the key, and the lights came on. I said, whoa! <laughs> I said, whoa! Okay, um. I'm not going back to work today. Like legit went like this. Like I'm not going back to work today. So <clears throat> called my job, and um, I said, "There's no need for me to come come back in today." You know, I was quitting. They, they they knew I was leaving. They didn't know like how how soon I was leaving. So I was like, "There's no point in me coming back in." So I'm you know I'm just going to walk away right now. Right. So we rode around the C8 um for like three or four hours. You know, looking at luxury properties and things like that. And when we got back to the location we were, um I want to say we left around one o'clock. Got back about four, and I was looking at my clock like I still would have been sitting behind a desk right now, and I was mm -hmm. able to look at all these properties and you know do things like that with my with my free time. So like yeah, it's it's time to walk. It's time to walk. So I walked away with that, um, <clears throat> and then I got into the luxury car business legit a year later, a year after. Okay. This so it was like I foreseen my future with this car, <laughs> the CS car that I <laughs> And I wasn't even a car guy. I'm still, I'm not really a car guy. Like I'm cool with riding something nice. I don't, I don't have to have the luxury, luxury type feel, but I do like to look at them. So yeah, so a year later, a year later, um, I actually went to a conference in Atlanta. I was, I was hesitant on starting Toro. So I wanted, I wanted to start Toro for a good period of time. I knew the plays on how to get multiple cars in one day and all the things like that. I just never made that commitment to actually do it. So I went to a conference. Um, this conference legit changed my life. Like it just just being in a room with um, like-minded individuals, like that many like-minded individuals that legit you can stop anybody there, have a conversation about business, and they they help you, you help them. Like it was just like a family feeling in this in this arena, and it's like I've never been in an environment like that, especially with I'm, I'm gonna say black people black I'm people good. in this environment and it was it was mind-blowing man just to see how much success was in that room period and it's like all right i gotta do it i got i gotta make that <laughs> choice to, to go ahead and go forward so legit the same day i was about to go to um get my pre-approvals from the bank i got a phone call from my mentor and say yo i know you wanted to get into the car space um i just got presented with an opportunity do you want to become partners with it i said absolutely absolutely now it was a hefty investment we kind of <laughs> invested into a, a franchise um hefty investment so it was definitely nerve-wracking but we did it we made that investment got into this franchise and ultimately got these luxury vehicles and now um how my day-to-day -day looks now is i have um i have a team i have a team that runs my vehicle so i don't personally run my cars i run one vehicle in my area um here and there but mainly um my vehicles are at a location in charlotte and I have a team there that runs all our vehicles. Um, pretty much, I monitor our maintenance, um, our expenses, and our income. Other than that, I don't run anything day to day. Of course, I still promote it on my end. And if I get anybody on my end that wants to to ride the vehicle, that's when I handle contracts and things like that. But on a day to day, 
I don't handle anything with my cars. I'm very hands off. I just check my my report each week to make sure that um, the maintenance is not due, um, income is there to make them make the, the vehicle payments and things like that. So it's very very laid back, very 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 hands off. Um, and we also have an opportunity for individuals to join um, under my organization, which is Peak Transportation. And uh, you join under us, and pretty much it'll be the same way. You will be very hands off. We have a team already that's that's running efficiently. And um, pretty much you would just sit back and get paid. I will monitor your finances and things like that. Now, of course, it's up to you to make your payments, but I will monitor everything for you and have reports for you and things like that. So we make it very, very simple for you to join on the free transportation. James, well, you're the man. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to say that. I just had to say that. Um, so I'm going to just rewind back and kind of yeah. recap what you just said. So you said on your way from this conference, you're going to get your pre-approval. You got the call. Got to like, call. Hey, I had the opportunity for you. Got so, the opportunity. Okay. Man. Okay. So and that's, like, that's what I. <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, we had to make the decision in a in a day. Oh. And it, it was a it was a five figure investment. So we had to make the decision in a day. I'm like, I've never invested this much money at one time never did it so it, it was it was crazy but i'm glad i did it because now it's going to make it easier for me to invest um large sums of money in the future for personal development and other businesses because i've already experienced that okay right right now mm-hmm. again that's what they're saying when you move it creates movement that's what that saying means you moved and went to that conference and you invested in yourself that day to get more knowledge on those right. on the well i guess in the rental space or the Turo business mm-hmm. and on your way from there going to make the play happen you get right. involved with a better opportunity again it had more man. risk that came yeah it had more oh, risk yeah. that came with it but again oh, yeah. with that same risk you have the ability to not be as hands-on as you would have had you did a tour right. thing exactly you, know, you, you would have like those three four cars you would have got and then yep. you'd have had to chase everybody down. <laughs> chase everybody and and do real estate. <laughs> right. So yeah, it, it, it would have right. been tough. It would have been really tough to run all those vehicles. <laughs> right, right. So that's good though, man. I'm definitely glad that worked out for you like that. I never heard that story before. So shoot, oh, yeah. man, I'm out there. We're about to talk after the podcast because I'm gonna see what's up with this. Talk to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to see what's up with this uh this entry level. To be up under you guys. Uh, oh yeah. Being that none of my podcast uh, episodes are dated or anything, uh, just because of like the release schedule, would would right now be a good time to go over what it what would it take to be up under you guys, or would you just rather people contact you directly? I mean, it's fairly simple. Um, I can go through it a little bit. So <clears throat> basically, um, we have a formal agreement together. I'm letting you know what we'll do for you. So we'll provide trackers for you. Um, you pay a fee to get up, to come up under our company and also get access to our resources. And from there, we help you um, tell, we help you find the vehicles in the market. So it depends on which market you're in. We help you find those vehicles um, that are profitable in your market. And then once we find those, we put that under our fleet where our fleet is located. And pretty much from there, you just legit just sit back and collect the check, like literally. Sit back and collect the check. Hey, what's going on, y'all? If you guys are looking for a speaker to come speak to your school, your organization, nonprofit, after school program, look no further. Visit developwithtim.com, D E V E L O P W I T H 
T-I-M.com. Fill out the speaker's intake form and someone from the team will be in contact with you. Now, you guys, have a good day. Back to the episode. Y'all hear him? <laughs> so, Cage Nights on Instagram, y'all, y'all go ahead and hit, hit up my guy. <laughs> so, sure, for sure. okay. All right. Definitely appreciate the overview. Yeah, I didn't want you to get into too many details because I know yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the word, the, the saying they say, yesterday's price is not today. Not so, expected. yeah. So, y'all make sure y'all hit Summer, up Summertime, that price tag going up for sure. Right, right. Y'all hit them up. Y'all hit them up. I don't know when y'all watching this episode, but ASAP. (laughs) So, okay, James. So we we got you in the real estate. Uh, You were in the banking world, so you understand the credit aspect and you have the luxury fleet. Now, another question. What was the most challenging part about all of these things? The most challenging part about all these things I got into was really doing it. So my upbringing, um, I didn't grow up around entrepreneurship at all. So I had no no knowledge of entrepreneurship. And, you know, the only entrepreneurship I knew was, you know, people selling drugs, which I didn't right. view that as entrepreneurship at the time. But now that I'm older and understand entrepreneurship, that really is entrepreneurship. It's just not legal. <laughs> not, not legal. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, man. So I so really just making that mindset switch and trusting myself to actually be able to sustain my lifestyle and uh, go ahead and work on my own and, and trust that I'm going to do what I need to do to to provide for me and my family. So that was the hardest thing, really, just making that mindset switch to trust that you know I'm going to make it. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be okay. Right. So, so that was okay. I got a follow up question. So you say you weren't around any legal entrepreneurs really, or you didn't have right. that exposure. <clears throat> right. When, when, when did that exposure? I guess when were you introduced to that that side of life? Like, oh, these are legit entrepreneurs, or this is yeah. what legit entrepreneurship looks like. Honestly, um, after college, uh, really when I got into real estate, to be honest with you. So when I okay. got into real estate, um, if, there were a few full time agents. Um, I, I thought people did real estate on the side. I didn't I didn't know that people, you know, did real estate and um just did real estate period and didn't have a job. Right, right. So I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a side gig, you know, you sell a couple houses a year, yada yada yada. But then I got around uh, people that were selling like three hundred homes a year, five hundred homes a year. It's like three hundred five? Three hundred wow. five hundred. Like they're they're making a half million dollars a year selling homes in real estate. Like wow. so it's it's like you get around people like that and then you get around um you know, just like my mentor, my mentor uh, has been an entrepreneur for years, you know, kind of hearing his story and, and, and what he does and how he generates income is like, I can do the same damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I can do the same thing. It just I just didn't know that this is what you can do. Like, like people actually pay for information. Like, like I didn't know just certain things that people did. I, I just did not know until I actually got exposed to it. So really, after college, when I started to about three years after college, I started to, you know, invest in my, my personal development. Started to go go to these cor- these um these courses and uh really YouTube, watching a lot of YouTube, and watching people know what they do on YouTube and things like that. So just really just being around the environment and getting to know you know ways you can make money and things you can do to make money and how you can sustain a lifestyle on your own and not have to depend on a nine to five. So just getting around those type of environments really opened my mind up to so much. It's like, cause I had so much potential bottled up in me, but I wasn't able to release it until I got that proper knowledge of, Hey, you can do this, you can do that. Oh, this is a play for this, this is a play for that. Like, oh, I mean, I kind of knew about this, but I didn't know you, I didn't know you could monetize it. 
Yeah, right. So so that that was the big thing, just getting around those environments. Okay. So again, <clears throat> y'all exposure. Don't very, don't very introduce key. well right. Well, I'm not gonna even say don't introduce, don't entertain all the the small the small minds because at the end of the day it's a beautiful, large, great world out here with a lot of different right. opportunities that way for them. Um, I come from a small town too, James. So I haven't mm-hmm. really been exposed to big businesses. Like my my dad has an um, auto shop and my mom has her own mm-hmm. hair salon, but they're small businesses yeah. where it's like two people in there as like network up under them at a time. Mm-hmm. So I never I never really felt the possibility for me as an African American male mm-hmm. to have a business with 10, 15, 20, 30 people up under me. Until I got exposed, so I got into right. those same environments. So I started investing in myself more because they say those who pay pay attention. Absolutely. So, you know, Absolutely. I, I like the fact that you really touched on that exposure aspect. Now, yeah, I got another question. You know, man, I'm nosy. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> That's all the podcasting now, so I can ask questions all day. They, they tell me I talk too much, so uh, if I talk too much, let me know. <laughs> nah, you straight, um, man. You straight, man. More information for the people. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> now, a question that I've been um, floating around the past couple of years, I never really had the opportunity to ask anyone this question, like, straightforward. Mm-hmm. As an entrepreneur, well, first you said that you're married, right? Correct. So, as an entrepreneur, being married, what mm-hmm. what is that balance like for you? Is it is it a simple balance where are we both are? I know you say you both are in real estate, but is it simple because right. you both are are entrepreneurs, or is it kind of like a you know like complex at times? No, it's definitely not simple. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not simple because um of course when you're in your beginning stages of entrepreneurship, that's when you're really going, 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 going because you're right. you're building your foundation for your business to, you know, be able to relax in the future. So <clears throat> with marriage, um, and then doing business together in marriage, you're both entrepreneurs, it's very, very tough if you don't already have that balance of, you know, this is family time, this is me time, this is, you know, your personal time and, and there's our time together. Like if you don't already have that balance and you're getting the business together, then now you're gonna become business partners and just strictly all right we gotta do this we have to do that we have to do that we have to do that Mm. so it's like the 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 family time and the you time and the together time is 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 out the window because we have work to do we have a lifestyle to build we have things to sustain like so it it, it becomes very very tough doing business with your spouse if you don't already have those foundations in place Mm. very tough hey i never heard that (laughs) like i said i've never been able to answer a question and as a entrepreneur myself I've been, you can only, you can only speak off of your experience. I never seen couples really work together, together. I never Mm -hmm. seen entrepreneurial couples. So man, for y'all to be knocking it out like that, especially in the first year, I'm still like, that's still my, man. man. It's (laughs) it's crazy, man. But before we became four-time entrepreneurs, um, we had mentioned to, you know, our family that we're thinking about, you know, in the future that, uh, when we have kids and everything like that, we want to have time for them. So we want to eventually work for ourselves in some capacity. We didn't know exactly what we wanted to do at this at this particular time, but we knew that we wanted to work for ourselves in, in some some form of some type of capacity. And they said at least one of y'all will have to work. 
at least one. What? <laughs> it's, it's, it's now been over two years that we've been full-time entrepreneurs and have not uh, looked back to nine to five, man. And it's just been a blessing. It's been amazing. It's been up. It's been down. It's been life-changing. <laughs> just crazy. Did, so, yeah. Did, did that bring y'all closer together? <laughs> In some in some forms in, in some forms it brought us further apart. I mean, it's because it's it's because that that balance, man, is it's tough. Okay. It, it's it's really really tough. So if you don't have that, you're gonna grow apart in a relationship, but you're gonna grow, grow closer in business. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So again, y'all y'all couples, y'all not entrepreneurs yet. Make sure y'all get that balance because like right. that, that foundation before you even start. Just like becoming Absolutely. an entrepreneur, you want to plan what what your next steps are like okay right one full-time entrepreneurship this is what it should look like i have to execute right. again a plan without execution is just a wish you know you're not going to get I'm it without saying. execution so james is saying as a from his experience <clears throat> this man is living it a married man both of them are full-time entrepreneurs and he's telling you yes sir get, make sure you're spending time with your spouses Make sure you keep in business and relationship separate so y'all can still have some type of peace in a relationship and not right. be business 24 seven. Of course, if something happens, you know, it, it is your job and you're, right. you know, you obligated to make sure you take care of your business. But again, mm-hmm. make sure y'all are spending that time with y'all spouses. Now, James, I got, I got a couple more things for you. And then we're going to, we're going to be done for the day, right? <laughs> What's going <laughs> so on, man? Have, Talk to me. <laughs> Do you have any products for the people to like check out? I mean, because again, we have an interview right now, but do you right. have like any books, courses, or any way people can contact you, reach out to you for you know more resources from you, or to have the opportunity to talk to you, or even get you as yeah. like a mentor or something? Oh yeah, so um, I do have a book out. It's called Credit Will Not Stop You, Volume One. So pretty much it's for the beginners that you know are not really too sure about credit, not sure what goes into it, not sure why credit is important what credit is used for, um, who can actually pull your credit report, because um, I'll give you a tip. Uh, a landlord can pull your credit report. Um, your your job, they can pull your credit report, you know, and, and, and they may hire you based, they may not hire you based off of your credit report. So your credit is, is, is more important than just applying for loans and applying for, for grants, for things like that. Like um, certain individuals can pull your credit report, um, your utility companies, they can pull your credit report and you may have to put a deposit down if you have a lower score. And you may not have to put deposit down if you have a higher score. Uh, your cell phone companies, like so, a lot of a lot of individuals can pull your credit. So I do have a credit ebook where it goes into um, what credit is, why it's important, um, the percentages, so your payment history, credit utilization, type of accounts, age of accounts, and um, your increase. So it goes into all that. It breaks all that down to let you know what's most important in your credit report, and it also gives you a tip about applying for loans. And um, yeah, so I have an ebook on that, and you can also reach out to me on Linktree. So, l i n k dot t r, um, l i k l i n k t r dot e e slash james dot joshua. On that Linktree, you'll find all my businesses here. You'll find my real estate business. You'll find my um. I also do coaching. So if you're looking for um a business coach or you're looking to get your business started and things like that, I will coach you. Um, have have hour sessions. I haven't set um like a yearly course yet to, to, to follow your, follow your path. But pretty much um, once you contact me, we can tailor, tailor it to your needs. Um, if we need to have multiple sessions, we can, you know, talk about it that way, but I do offer business coaching. I also help with credit. Um, I am not a credit specialist, so I do not, 
um, dispute things for you. I will give you all the information you need to dispute things and give you the accountability of disputing things for yourself. Um, and I also have a, a luxury picnic business on there as well. So if you're in the South Carolina area, um, Columbia, Greenville, or Charleston, Charleston, we do provide luxury picnics where you choose a location, we bring the setup. Very simple. It's an amazing, amazing experience. Uh, we bring food for you and know, things like that too. So um, we have, I have a couple of businesses on there. So go to my link tree. <laughs> go to my link tree and um, you know, whatever business, however, however I can serve you, um, you know, select that link and we can talk. This man here, the definition of serial entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, also, too, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna have all your information in the description part for the podcast, as far as like the link okay. tree, everything where they can get your book from, um, and how they can yes, follow you on like Instagram and stuff. Uh, now mm-hmm. to close this out, uh, what what type of advice would you give for the audience to win? Again, it's the Win Win Podcast. I want yes, to sir. know how could what advice do you have for someone to win in either business or to win in finance or to win in self development? Any one of those spaces. Some good advice you have. Gotcha. Energy, man. So let, let's talk about energy. So where you place your energy is very very important. What I mean by that is. If you place your energy into negative things, you're going to become a negative person. You place your energy into positive Ooh. things and personal development, you're going to become a positive. You're going to become a positive person, and your personal development is going to grow. It's based off where you put your energy. So if you're hanging around friends that are not, you know, on your same level of doing what you want to do, or even having those type of conversations about personal development, then you're putting your energy where it's not going to grow. So watch where you're putting your energy, man. Like. In business, business is major where you put your energy. So if you're focusing more on the negatives than your positives of your business, then your business is going to fail because you're focusing more on the negatives. So, of course, view the negatives and make a solution for it. Instead of dwelling on that negative in your business, look at the outcome of your business that you're successful or your business is moving, your business is doing what it needs to do. So where you put your energy is very, very important in life as well. Life as well, life, business, finance, personal development, everything. Where you put your energy is very, very important. Listen, James, <clears throat> definitely appreciate <laughs> you, man, for taking the time today to come and pour it to my audience. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of information for myself. <laughs> but um, as always, man, definitely thank you for that, spending the time. Like I no said, no doubt, man. No I have doubt. All the links for people to catch you in the description. And y'all, um, reach out to James. Uh, he's a great guy. He's not going to bite. You know, he's easy to approach. Nah. <laughs> I, I was nervous at first, but hey, he, I apologize. He is, he is easy to approach. And um, he, man, he I love, really I love the help, man. The love right, the help. right. He loves the help. He's here for the people. So make sure Absolutely. y'all do something today where you can win. Get that energy right. Start focusing on more positive things. Set a reminder in your phone to speak five affirmations over yourself daily. Something that can help you win in, in any aspect of life. We'll catch y'all in the next episode. Have a good one. Y'all be great. Alright. Hey, what's going on, y'all? I appreciate everyone for tuning into the episode. If you guys are looking for different ways you can support the podcast, visit us on Patreon. It's Next Gen CEO. N-X-T-G-E-N-C-E-O. The link will be in the description for this episode. But again, anything you guys can do to um, you know, support the podcast is very much appreciated. Uh, with the Patreon, there are a couple different tiers. So each one of them come with their own benefit. But again, go visit us on Patreon, NextGen CEO, NXT, GEN CEO. And again, appreciate you guys. Have a good one. You have a gift, all you need is a goal. Footsteps waiting to happen, all you need is a road.